Welcome to the Triple M Breakfast Podcast for High Pages. Tradies, get more work with highpages.com.au. Visit High Pages to register your business today. All right, here we go. Everybody get ready in three, two, one. Live from the top of Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel. On 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app, this is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. First podcast back, first show in the can. How did we feel about it? Oh, look, blew the cobwebs out. You know, it takes a minute to, like, remember. Well, I said this the other day to my girlfriend. She said, oh, are you ready to go back to work? And I said, I think so. Like, I'm excited to come back and see you guys and be here because we have so much fun. But I'm like, I forget, like, what to do, you know? And she's like, babe, okay. you talk all day, every day. Like, that comes naturally to you. Surely you can just, you know, make it up. I started when the opener came on this morning... I went, Did you get nervous? No, I went, who the fuck's Margot and Dan? <laughs> so I just knew my name. I went, oh, I'm involved here somewhere and turned around and it's you two. You were calling Good me Ducko you. for quite a bit of the show, actually, yes, which you'll get. You'll, you'll hear that soon. I'm, I think that's why, why, why my name's Ducko. Perhaps we work so well together, you know, because we're not living in each other's pockets like some of those other teams, oh, you know, um, like I we go our that. separate ways for six weeks, we live our lives and we come back together and we still like each other. That's good. That, that's, like we don't resent really each other. Good. We don't, like, dislike because we just know each other from in here. I I heard some replays from some of these other teams. Oh, after we went to the gym together mm. and then after we had lunch together. They and then go after... on holidays together too. Oh, Not Could you mind. imagine living in the caravan with me for six weeks? Oh, I'd kill myself. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'd drive that caravan <laughs> off the Great Ocean Road. Marty Sheargold, not to drop a name, but I have, told yeah. me that exact thing when I started that show on the Gold Coast, Margo, down your way at CFM with yeah. Ben Hannett and this other chick. What's the story? He said, don't hang out with him. That sort of work. No. He said, don't. You'll burn, more to talk about, you'll burn all that excitement of wanting to see each other or tell each other things. If you're hanging out outside work all the time, mm. you go through it all. Great advice. That's why I never want to see you two when we walk out the front door. Unless I need to move something, Marto, then I need to get you you. There was, there was a chat. Unless you want a carport built, and I'll tell you to fuck off. You guys stayed pretty consistent <laughs> in the Triple M um, WhatsApp group chat. Ish. So there was a Not bit of chat really. in there. I started getting back into life in the last week. It went Thursday. Quiet. Thursday. Yeah. It started up again and you said yeah. I don't want to talk work but when did your Bronco root a missus is a great phoner. Oh no. When did your missus root a Bronco? When did your Bronco root a missus? Haven't heard that on the show today. Oh well I'll tell you what it was because Snowy's son looks incredibly like Alan Langer. We're claiming. <laughs> That's our producer. You did also say. Um, Who's saying this? You. You uh, say you keep amazing me. Your life is the Bronco's version because our producer was talking about oh, making yeah. his kids watch highlights. They're seven and four or something. Like, it's mm. child, child abuse. Genuine child abuse. Uh, you said, please remind me about being the crazy caretaker. Yeah, I started yeah. listening to Triple M again today. Many replays reminded me what I do for a job. I've gone completely feral. Kath went home Monday amidst claims. I'd gone me to loose oh, ends. No, I'd gone mad. I'd gone mad. She said, I'm glad enough for you and Lardo, just took off. Have you, you, seen, said, you seen The Shining? Yeah, yeah. All ramen, no work makes Marto something, something. You said, I don't know whether I can stop myself from saying the C word. I also believe that I have Australia's best singlet tan, which would be a wonderful uh, video oh, challenge. Oh, I haven't shown yet. Just well, not Get now. your shirt off. Oh, but Just unbutton the side. We just need to see your shoulder. No, 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 just no. a bit of shoulder pull. No, I've got a singlet on under. Oh, look at that. You just go, but look at that. Oh, that's, that's just white. One. Look at oh. that. But you've got a white singlet off under that black singlet. Can oh. you take the white singlet no, off? No, that's me. Tan. Oh shit, that's the tan. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, we'll show. Oh, well, well mine's not shirt. singlet. Mine's boob tan. No, so. we'll show us. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> 
<laughs> I was joking. That's enough. Well done. Mardo, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. Let's talk tennis. We were just briefly talking it there, but let's talk with somebody who actually knows what he's doing. I'll tell you what, yesterday afternoon, you know he's our favourite already, he commentated and I went, wow, that'd be the first time I've heard him commentate. It might be his first match. He was a better commentator than Todd Woodbridge will ever be. It's John Millman, my favourite tennis player in the whole world. Hello, mate. Is he there? Is he there? Oh, well, that was a hell of a setup, too, I, know. I love Millman. Have I got him? I mean, Mardo's done his job beautifully. If only you could do your no, job, but my, he's not on my screen. Do you forget how to push, push buttons, buttons over? The, what do I do with him? Just John, do that. Here you go. I've Can someone up. tell John I've Millman I've introduced him? I've picked him up. He's here. Yeah. John, did you hear that? Mardo introduced you so beautifully. So, John. Oh, I did. I even had this little smart reply, but oh. now I've forgotten it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, listen, I, never, I didn't realise the Aussie Open. Does it always start on a Sunday? It took me by surprise yesterday, Arvo. No, a bit of a controversial decision. The only other Grand Slam to do that is, is the French Open. Um, they say it's to stop the late nights. Well, I think Craig Tiley would have been sitting in his office last night and seeing that long Novak Djokovic match going, oh, my goodness, if this goes to five sets, is not going to get on till the wee hours of the morning. Um, I think it's a, it could be a bit of a commercial decision too. There were a lot of fans there on the Sunday. Um, I think we'll be making a little bit of money this year at the Australian Open by starting on the Sunday. Bit of a different uh, role for you this year at the tennis. John, are you enjoying uh, sitting on the, the panel and talking tennis? Yeah, it's very different. Uh, it has its pros and cons. You know, when you see the massive points and you see the crowd going crazy, the sportsman in you wishes you were out on the court, but... Um, it is nice. There's a lot less pressure. You just get to watch a little bit of the sport that you grew up playing and um, talk a bit of rubbish, really. I know. Commentary's an easy thing. Mate, um, listen, you hung them up after the Brisbane International. What's changed in your life immediately? And oh, how much weight have you put on so far? Oh, the weight's going to come on thick and fast. I'm, I'm pretty sure about mm. that. I've actually might be playing a little bit of doubles down here. So oh. um, I've had to kind of keep it in check. Um, but yeah, look, it's, it's, it's different. It's a real change of pace. I've already started studying. Um, so it's very different to what I'm used to, a far different office. John, uh, Marto said just before, uh, it's Demon Day today, Alex Demonor for first game of the round. It's a tough one. Uh, Ale- yep. uh, Milos Ranić? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And look, Milos has probably got one of the best serves, uh, in the last decade. He, I, I, I remember playing him at Wimbledon. And, you know, I would stand around and, and change my court position a little bit because you're trying to upset the server's rhythm. So I'd stand in close and then Milos would go massive at my body and nearly put me into the grandstand. Uh, he's he the, has, John, he's the biggest server in the world and you think Mitch Stark bowls at, what, 155 k's an hour at times. How fast does he serve? Oh, he'll be putting them down at consistently. He'll be putting them down at 220, 225 Jeez. tonight. Um it is a weapon. Um, the good thing is for, for Demon, there's two good things that we've got in our young gun Australians' favour, is that last year on the ATP stats, he was the fifth best returner in the world. So that's a really good thing because if you're playing against big server, you need to return well. Yeah. The second thing is Milos has been a bit underdone the last couple of years. He's had a lot of injuries. You can look up his, his playing history in the last few years and, and he's really only played a handful of matches. So he actually, I've got a still a locker at Melbourne Park 
and Milos's locker is one above mine. So I might leave some smelly shoes or something. Yeah, in sabotage. The locker tonight. You know, yeah, we've yeah, got to nice do everything. Flood it. Flood it. Put a, got, put a hose in yeah, there. Exactly. We've got to do everything for Alex because um, he is, you know, one of my favourite tennis players. He's one of my favourite people on the tour. Um, he started off the year incredibly well, and he loves playing for Australia. So I love Alex. Hey, can I check out? I played some audio just before. Can you have you got it again from that young Sweeney? game Sweeney who played yesterday, John? Sunshine Coast fella. Yep. Just that experience was next level. Never had anything like that. My dad actually had to go in the fifth set, I think, because he had to go do work back at home. So he had to catch a flight and go do some cleaning jobs. Unfortunately, he's my coach as well. <laughs> well not, he had to get on a Bonza flight from <laughs> Melbourne to <laughs> Sunshine Coast <laughs> to do a cleaning job, John. Yeah, look, that sums up Dane Sweeney. He's a sunny coast boy. His old man has a little cleaning business. Um, it was awesome to see Dane come full circle because I've seen Dane grow and develop as a, as about a 12-year-old. Yeah. Um, you know, he's short in size, but he's got plenty of ticker, plenty of heart. And, uh, All right. That how, was a really good match. How much really would he have won for losing that first round? How much would he have won? Like 20 grand or something? No, 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 no. That was worth a lot more. Um, that game in itself would have been um, an extra probably 60000 oh, if nice. he'd won. Oh, good but look, so why is his dad still doing cleaning gigs? Grand. Yeah, one hundred twenty grand. I mean, you're effectively a journalist now, John. You've retired from the sport. You're now commentating. Get to the bottom. What was that cleaning gig? It must have been some explosive yeah, diarrhoea. Yeah, why couldn't you get some uh, Croatian woman and say, listen, can you pop round and Something's do happened to Kawana. Yeah. Del Rimble? Yeah. All right, John, get to the bottom of that for a cert. I will, I will. Okay, I'll find out. I'm going to go and talk to, to Dane about that. Maybe uh, tell him to smarten up. Make Good. sure he stays next time. That could have been the difference. Exactly. Thank you, John Melbourne. We'll be talking to you plenty over the course of the Australian you Open, sir. No, thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Triple M Breakfast. Model, Margo and Dan on 104.5 Triple M. We are back for 2024. We want to make you rich and famous as well. We're talking the best of Brisbane. We're searching for the very best of Brisbane, best cafe, best pub, gym, local sporting club, pizza, burger, you name it. Triple M's best of Brisbane. Go to triplem.com.au to register your business or vote now. We'll get it underway next week. Talk cricket just quickly here. Um, Dave Warner, because we, we, we didn't get a chance to farewell him. Uh, you know, Did oh, he actually retire? Yeah, he retired. Has he done that before, though? Well, no. from Test Cricket. Oh, yeah, okay. He's test still Cricket, the end. No, he's not going to play... He's not going to play 50 uh, over cricket, so one day is. Uh, so gone. just 2020? 2020. He'll travel around the world. Oh, here's a million for you, Dave. We love you. I'll tell you one thing. I'll make it fairly clear. I can't cop Dave Warner. No, I don't. never have been able to. No, I, yeah, good. Good on you, mate. Make some runs, but just bugger off. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. That's my Dave Warner. And and, uh, and have a better look. When you're looking for your cap, don't have a bloke look. Oh, yeah. I think his mum came <laughs> down and uh, said, Dave, let me have a proper look. And, oh, there it is. Is right there where you left it. Lost okay, it. yeah, right. Dave, bugger off. But more, more importantly, I turned the paper, and tomorrow there's another test starting. It just mm-hmm. keeps on going. Australia v West Indies at the Adelaide Oval. But I think they're playing Australia West Indies are playing here next week, Correct. something or other. Yeah. Is that next week? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the second Bloody one hell. of the West Indies in Brisbane. Finally, if you haven't been paying attention, Steve Smith, uh, he put his hand up. Uh, he's saying, "I put my hand up ages ago and said, I'll open, mm. I'll open." 
Reflectors didn't take him seriously. That's and? what he's saying. And, well, he's now, he's going to be the opener with oh. Usman Kawaja. They're going to be the odd couple. Good. Uh, Mr. Twitchy and Mr. Solid <laughs> uh, batting together. I saw this, just for everyone, if you missed it, Steve Smith, uh, surprising. I'd say bullshit. I don't like waiting to bat like I never really have, and it's. I actually don't like watching cricket that much, believe it or not. Who's, I don't believe that? it. Steve Smith. That's Steve Smith. Uh, I don't like watching cricket. <laughs> You're the most autistic cricketer oh. Australia has ever seen, mate. Well, maybe Michael Hussey. Or maybe Lamanis Labashane. <laughs> I asked maybe. That, a few of them. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I asked if that was Steve Smith because Usman Khawaja, I've yes. actually heard him say that he finds cricket quite boring. He watches basketball. And he yeah. won't allow his kids to play cricket because it's so boring and they don't want to no. he doesn't want to send them into that path. Bullshit, he's thinking again about himself because he doesn't want to sit, sit on, on the side the of the field. That's why I say no. Didn't he used to play? Do you want an umpire? Yeah. Oh, hey, no. By the way, is Steve Smith, have a listen again, yeah. is he our David Beckham with that little voice? I don't like waiting to bat. Like, I never really have, and it's... I actually don't like watching Accomplished man, little voice. Do you know his story? I know we haven't got much time. You you know where he really made his money? Yeah, all these cricketers are now make $4 million a year. Can you tell us? Mattresses. Koala. He bought into... Is it Koala? He bought into Koala really early. So, Marto, he made more money when he was banned from cricket than any of the cricketers currently playing cricket. Because because the Koala mattress brand went up so much, he made more money than all of them and he was banned. Ta-da! I promoted it on my Instagram, Koala. They sent me a mattress. Maybe (laughs) that's why he made so much money. Oh, is that... Oh, you're the Because I promoted it for him, so maybe I should ask for a share. Yeah, you need a cut of that. I didn't get paid. And you are a sleeping expert, like he's a cricket expert. I I don't Sleep. Bed is my favourite place. Koala's is good. They got a lot not of... bad. Not bad. They got chlamydia, don't they? <laughs> Triple M breakfast with Marto, Margo, and Dan. Hey boys, we we're just talking about uh, you know getting back into things, drinking for the you know last every day for the last six weeks. Uh, I did something new this morning. I did say to myself, oh, I'm not going to set goals. You know, I saw all these people across social media going, 2024, I'm going to set goals. These are my intentions, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just always a kind of you know, fly by the seat of my pants kind of gal. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> so, we get it. We see your preparation every morning in the meetings. Well, this morning I did a workout. Before you came to work? Yeah. Round of applause. Dan, do you have a button there? That- oh, yeah. oh, you can uh, you can have one clap, ready? Because I want to hear what it is. That's what you Yeah, did. I did a workout this morning, well, 4 o'clock. It, what was it? 3.50, my alarm went off because now uh, we don't have to be in here as early. Uh, it's changed a little bit, the structure of our show this morning, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to get up at the same time I would have normally got up, except mm. instead of getting to work early and prepar- preparing for that, do I'm going to get up and do a workout with Very Corey. Very selfish of you. You could have thought of the show. I could have thought of the show, but no. I put myself first for once, <laughs> and I got up with what? Corey. <laughs> I got up with Corey, and I did to work out with him. And it was wonderful. Get him on the phone. It was wonderful. God, this would have been frustrating for him. Get well, Corey Park on the phone. He would have hated him, this. What, what, what? You do he, work out with your husband? With my husband this morning. Oh. And it was wonderful. I feel clear of mind. I I feel refreshed. I've got the endorphins and the adrenaline flowing yeah, that's through my he's veins. Stressed. He took all the stress. <laughs> that would have been so painful. Were you annoying him the whole time? No, How do I do I this? How do I do that? wonderful. Thank Should, you very can much. Can I take you seriously? Um, you know how I ride to work. Yes. It gets your engine roaring. You can eat whatever you want now. Well, you can do whatever you feel like after you've got the engine going. No, what I can eat is the chicken and broccoli and, and boiled yeah. eggs that I prepared yesterday. I, it's a new me, I'm telling you. I'm Well, 
I don't know how long it's going to last because Dan is looking at me. Your birthday's on Wednesday. I know. It all goes downhill (laughs) from there. Uh, But I gave it a red hot hot crack. Look, I can't say that I was... How long was this workout? Like half an hour. Half an hour. Oh, so you told me to 45 up. minutes in the kitchen. You've well, already it downgraded to, it. Well, that's like an F. I don't want to do F45. I no. don't like group sessions and socialising and that sort of stuff. I just want to get in, get it done and get out. I said to Corey, half an hour, prepare me a workout. Mm. I'll come in. I'll do it 4 to 4.30. Have a shower, get dressed, go to work. Okay. Great way to start the day, I reckon. Except Marta. Corey then went and did another workout afterwards. He just sent yeah. me a video. He's just done a 5K run. And I was like, oh, what? Our what? workout wasn't After good enough? you did a workout, he did another workout. He then went and did another workout, yeah. which just goes to show that maybe our workout wasn't doing much. Uh, Marto, do, do we do overs-unders on when this stops happening, these workouts? Are there? Oh, it, it should only take – well, it'll take – Tomorrow. Today was the last I one. Would, yeah. I would figure you'll be sore tomorrow and yeah, I'll take it off and then Wednesday's my birthday, my I'll birthday. take that off and then, yeah. No, 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 you just watch. And I'm going to prove you know. too wrong. <laughs> Look how, out. How long, be honest. I'll be on oats and whey protein shakes like Dan soon. You watch. How long do you think you'll go with this work? <laughs> be honest. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't had a drink since Friday. I was over Friday. it before I even started it this morning. <laughs> I haven't had a drink since Friday. Like, are you going to put shoes on? And I was oh, like, nah. Oh, this is actually great. Who mm. gives up first? Do mm. you drink first or do does Margot give up the workouts? Workout? Oh, you definitely drink before I give up the <laughs> oh, workouts. <laughs> it's Mardo and Margot and Dan on Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margot and Dan. I didn't watch any sort of news over the holiday period, but this did mm. catch my attention on social media. It went a little bit viral because a concreter, uh, normally, you know, once you, you do, you pour that slab, you stand back, you crack a beer and you mm. look at your work and you go, that's a beautiful pour. Well, that's the thing. You've got to do a bit of finishing and then yeah. you got to wait another half an hour. Then you do a bit more finishing, do all the cure. edges. Then you wait another hour, half an hour. Not this one. He hacked at his own what job. Well, someone didn't want to pay him. This is what happens when you don't want to pay for works carried out at your place. An extreme act of frustration. Jesse Crow and his small <laughs> team laid this concrete days early. Their final act, making sure their hard work would go to waste. Should have paid. They literally paid. took one of those, what's those, uh, like a hammer, uh, like a really big hammer and on one end it's flat and on the other end it's pointy. Like a hoe. Like a hoe. Yeah. Is they it a didn't hoe? have a jackhammer. No, they I literally. Know, it didn't sound very violent, did it? No, Marty? you need a jackhammer. Numbers on that. Three blokes just had these big oh, pink I... things and just like dug big, massive holes into the concrete. So this woman didn't pay them because they, they couldn't plug the jackhammer into her house, so they had to use picks. Well, it's obviously not the first time this has happened. Boy. She was unhappy with the work. She didn't want to pay for it, right. and he said, "Well, stuff you." Jesse says he negotiated the $6,000 job with the homeowner. She paid $2,500 but wouldn't budge on the final amount after a dispute over the cost of rubbish removal. She oh. gave him less than half. Less than half. Yeah, but they had to pay They had to pay the concrete company two hundred more than 200 a square a cubic metre now, so bloody hell. She said, I wasn't happy with the finish of the job. I mm. said, if you finish the job, then I'll pay you. And you can't he finish said, the job after you finish the job. It's concrete. If it's said, timber, you care. Stuff you. I'm sick of this. Yeah. We're in the trade for a long time and you're doing the right thing by people and they don't want to pay at the end of the day, so what do you got to do? Didn't want to pay, 
This is what happens. <laughs> just hacked at the driveway. But I can, I can imagine that plenty of our, our yeah, tradies out there would relate to this in the sense that they've done the job, they've finished the work, and you're right. just waiting on that one last payment and the the owner or whoever it is that you're working for just finds any sort of little Oh, discrepancy. discrepancy. You haven't done this and you've got to go back three bloody times. You go, oh, listen, it's the angle of the light onto the paint and they go, oh, you've got to fix You can't mm. fix some things. Well, what was wrong with the concrete, did they say? No. It looked pretty good to me. I mean, I'm no concrete connoisseur, but I thought it looked all right. Mm. Do you want to hear from her? I've got her. Do you have her? I've got her. Okay. Let's what does she it. say? Well, they might explain a few things when you hear her. The homeowner says she was threatened after complaining about the quality of the job. Mm. You're paying now. Now or we will smash the concrete. You would have paid them? Of course, but they refuse to finish the job. Hold on, they can't finish. The job has been finished because the concrete goes hard. The job is finished. Yep. Mate of mine, house lifter. Uh, I won't. I hope he's. Oh, he, it doesn't Don't matter if he's listening. He's, he's out name. of jail. It's all right. He went out there. <laughs> oh, this no. bird owed him twelve grand. Okay, and I think her husband was a lawyer. There's a tip to everybody as a tradesman: Don't ever work for lawyers. They're assholes, and they don't think they need to pay you that last little bit. Anyway, she went over there and she owed him twelve grand for about six weeks. He'd lifted her house, new stumps. La la la. You happy? Yeah. She she went. Nah, we've talked about this. I'm not paying. And this is what lawyers do to you. He would have told the lawyer told his wife, "Don't just don't pay him." Just tell him, you know, what are you going to do? I'm a lawyer. A he went back out to his truck, got a got a, um, oh, no. a got a chainsaw, cut oh. down one post, and you can your house will survive without all the posts, but it won't survive usually without two. He started on the second one. She was screaming. That's when the, I think the cop turned up as he was um, cutting through the second post. Like Wait. a bit of game of Jenga, almost. Yeah. You know, well, she like, tempted oh, him. She said, "Come on." <laughs> he tempted her. He said, "Right, oh, I'm nearly through. I'm nearly through. You're going to pay the twelve grand." She was screaming and carrying on. How long did um, yeah, he go oh. away for how long? Wake on? Where did he go? He only got six weeks or something. Other what? Judge. He spent six weeks in jail yeah. for cutting someone's oh. house down. Well, and she didn't, didn't pay the, the bill. whole thing down. She she owed him twelve grand. Did he come back and go right now? It's fifteen. Oh, yeah, you you Inflation. <laughs> if you open this up, there'll be people. There's plumbers have taken you know um, laundry tubs out. There's there'll be all sorts of things. People who don't pay for their wardrobes, they would have taken the doors and all the shelving. Okay, oh my God. we don't Cabinet condone makers. this. Yes, but we, we do. We do want to hear the stories though. What mm. happened when someone didn't pay you, Richard, from Carolee? Yeah, how you going? Good, yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. What happened? Yeah, yeah. Having a mate of mine. Mate of mine is a uh, Ashfelder, and he done a fantastic job for this bloke who had a squillion million. Yeah. About a, he did about a 60, 60 metre driveway. You know how oh. smooth the road really yeah, is. Yeah, beautiful. And this bloke said, "No, nah, no, nah, can't pay yet. Can't just pay yet." So they waited, and he didn't pay. So and? my mate and his truck and the bobcat, they went and reclaimed their driveway. Oh, just what, ripped driveway. it up with a bobcat? Just took yeah, it back. With a bob, with with a bobcat took it back. and put it all in the back of the truck and took it away. What yeah. happened next? And the bloke was reckoning he was going to take him to court, but it never went any further. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A lot of threats. Uh, what happens good. if you don't pay? How good that our first caller of the year was pissed as well. Isn't yeah. that lovely? Who, Richard? Yeah, isn't that oh, it's only half. Yeah, that's, it's okay. <laughs> well, now. You're allowed to do that before Australia Day, I reckon. Now, you still have more than Some beers. people sound pissed when they talk <laughs> you. all the time. Richard's <laughs> right there. Don't talk about him in front of him, all right? No, we love you, Richard. Good on you, buddy. <laughs> Mal. Mal. Good morning. You're not pissed, are you, Mal? God, I hope not. <laughs> not still. Hey, what happened, mate? <laughs> mate, I uh, worked for a company that sold pumps, and one of the boys sold a set of pumps, three of them, put them on a poly manifold, 
they installed them were working fine, customer didn't pay the bills, kept on getting asked for payment, and in the end the rep on a Friday afternoon rolled up, hooked up three chains to a tow bar and drove off, turned up Monday morning with three smashed up pumps in the back of his car. Oh, oh, took them back. Wonderful. Can I ask? Took them back. Oh, you, you, you talked a lot of jargon there, Mal. What, what did you say the oh, pumps were for? The, hold on. Here's a pump and then there's... What's no, the we're, pump for? We're not doing drawings. Polymanifold. What's a polymanifold? Look, 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 there's, there's a pipe, there's a pipe there, we're there's not, a pipe there. No, okay. we're done. So that pump... And he just, do, 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 and that's, just and, ripped them out. Oh, my gosh. How many dollars worth, Mal? Oh, that was probably only about... Oh, I suppose with install 12 this, to 15, oh, going back a few years. This, this is a lesson. Uh, were there any consequences? No, actually. See? No, yeah. If people don't pay. You don't pay. Grab your stuff. Take yeah. your work back. Yeah. Le- le- learn what your terms of terms of sale are for your company, and uh, if you don't pay, they're ours still. So he went and took our stuff back. Mm, that's right. Sounds I good. still own that. I there you it. go. Thanks, Mel. Thanks very much. Too easy. Enjoy your day. You I'm enjoy your day, Mel. Thank you. It's so polite this year. Now, right? what did we learn there? Take your stuff. If Don't you know. call listeners. Pierce. <laughs> Let it go. Triple M Breakfast. Don't you know Marto, Margo and Dan on the radio. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. I'll tell you what, I have got an update. Everything on the TV and the press, everything this morning is about Queen Mary. Oh, Our Mary. A rise, Queen Mary, front page of the Courier Mail. The Courier Mail. They've actually got a four-page uh, front oh, lift cover. Out. So lift the out. Australian, look. Front. You would be mistaken for thinking her first name is Our. Because every time people refer to her, it's our Mary. Our Mary. Yeah, I love her. She's so lovely. Mm. She's like Kate Middleton, what you know, story. like just never a hair or a foot out of place, always just perfect. Saw, saw last night, her mum used to call her princess when she was young. Aww. I guess a lot of mums call their kids the yeah, girls yeah. princess. And I think, think, think Meghan Markle used to call herself princess when she was growing up yeah. too. She always wanted to be a princess. Mm. We had that turnout. Not really. Um, well. Turnout with the Spotify. So here. she's from <laughs> a little town just south of Hobart. It's a wonderful story. Tazzy. Yeah, and she Represent. went up. She went up to do work in Sydney because you know she would have got. Oh, I'm too big for Tazzie and Hobart. Went oh up to God. Sydney. Is she fifty one? Yeah, she's fifty. She looks amazing. Like yeah, why? She's because got a good she didn't grow up in Queensland. Yeah. She never got a lick of oh, sun on her as you do up. And I saw a mum on telly last night. Beautiful skin as well, and she's got to be in her mid seventies. Her mum, and he's yeah. handsome too. Aren't you they? like Prince Perfect Frederick? Pair. Do you know? In Sydney, during the Olympics, he was sailing for Denmark. He was a sailor, oh. you know, little two-man, one of those little things. Went out on the grog one night at the slip-in, you know where Darling Harbour is? Yeah, yeah. On the opposite side, over, over to the casino. Is that where they met? That's where at they the met. Pub, slip-in. Slobbering all over. And I want to say to all you little girls listening, there'd be three of you in Brisbane right now because we aren't the little girls. Uh, but go home and tell your little girl there's a chance. When Olympics we, here in Brisbane. Thank you. If you, all you girls, it, yeah, you might be twelve. I tell Memphis, your thirteen-year-old daughter should be, be twenty-one. Well, tell her to get out to bars <laughs> and just grab hold of any bloke with an accent. He could be the king of something. Where were they? The slip-in, maybe the, slip the plough-in plow here in. at South Brisbane. There's lots of nations. I've looked it up. Two, four, six, seven. There's about forty-two nations that have kings. Yo, Japan. What about Kuwait. what about Prince Frederick and Queen Mary's crown prince Christian? How old do you reckon he is? Oh, the son. Maybe be, Memphis could 20. get onto the son. That's the thing. So there's opportunities, not to just to be an athlete, but you could become a queen from our Olympics. So that's something to look forward to. But what I do want to... 
as you said, our queen. Our queen. Mary. There's a lot of people. Queen Channel Nine last night were very keen. They went back to Taruna, the little town, oh, and uh, she's from. well, they got very excited about the whole thing. The countdown is on right here in her hometown as well, where many will be glued to a live stream of Mary and Frederick's succession ceremony. Yeah, let's not worry about that because it was just unbelievable. She went, that girl then went and found her old teacher. So, David, which one was the classroom which you taught Mary in? Uh, the classroom just up oh. there was where I taught her class. Oh, yes. God. And he's still teaching. Play on. David Perkins was Mary's year 10 science teacher. Oh Little did he know, 37 years ago, mm. he was bestowing knowledge to a future queen. Is it too early to get the fry pan out this early in the year? No, I was going to say, going. is it too early to get my year 10 science teacher on the line? <laughs> they'll disown you. What did you do that year, mate? <laughs> I never met her. <laughs> she was a very good student, very capable, conscientious, hardworking, and uh, achieved very good results. He doesn't remember her. He's <laughs> no. making all of it up. How oh, many how students has he taught? No, uh, 30,000? His wife taught her at primary school. His wife, Judy, oh. taught at Mary's infant school. <laughs> We're just very proud that um, Tasmania's... Uh, the birthplace of a beautiful queen. Oh, keep going. So many bosses. Princess's Year Eight Home Economics Cookbook still a favourite in the oh, Perkins stop household. It. Oh, stop it. Hold on, hold on. You're going to have hold to take that fry pan back because listen to this. The Princess's Year Eight Home Economics Cookbook still a favourite in the Perkins household. There's the famous lamb chop casserole by Mary Donaldson, as you can see. I was right to fry lamb pan. Chop if you think we're backward in Brisbane, oh, go down Tasmania's to Tassie for a small place. Mardo, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. Just now, wouldn't mind talking a bit of AFL. Oh, no, 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 not just the Lions. Um, When I walked in this morning, we've moved sides of the building. I noticed there's Lions merchandise hanging all around the place. Our producer's wearing Lions gear. Are we on, we're jumping on Lions this year? What do you mean jumping? Jumping on. We've been number one one ticket supporter right here. No, I know, but normally we have Broncos stuff everywhere or Dolphins stuff everywhere, but there seems to be hanging things of the Lions. Alex, our other producer, he is the big Lions person. He was first in the first in this morning. And a polo. I bought him that polo. You did. You bought us all polos. I bought you all lines polos for Christmas. I don't just want to talk lines. I want to talk the whole of AFL. All all of AFL. And you'd know what the AFL record is. Would you call it the Bible? Yeah, well, that's what they call it. Are we done with trades and drafts and weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all finished. No more of these nonsense. There's a mid-year draft coming up. We'll get into that. No, no, no. (laughs) I want to talk about it. So they bring out the AFL record, and it is the Bible. It has all the stats, everything that went on the year before, and then has every player who's been signed, all that stuff you were talking about. That'll be in the record. But for the first time in history, the AFL record, the Bible of the sport of AFL, has not revealed the weights of players. Uh, it was a direction, for, a directive from the AFL. Mm-hmm. They have decided in this day and age that it is inappropriate for weights of football players to be a public matter. Isn't that what we judge them off, though? Like how tall, how they, tall are, they are and how, how heavy how, they are. We go, oh, what a weapon that fella is. Well, how long to... until height goes away? No, I don't. People can't help how tall they are. Well, We're not going to judge them on that. They've we already got rid of gender too, haven't they yeah. now? These, these Do they all, have pronouns I, I, in there too? Oh, surely. <laughs> no, they're all them days. They're all them days. It's actually called the they AFL. Oh, God. That's clever That's from very you. good. First part of the year. Uh, and won't be the last, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Um, listen, is this fat shaming? 
Is well, that it's the form? opposite of fat shaming, isn't it? Because if they were putting oh. their weights in there, they would say, oh, that's fat shaming, putting their weight on display, but now oh, they're the taking them away. Shaming. It's anti-fat shaming. What is fat shaming? It's Can not we bringing just say this on air? It's, it's what not, my wife does to me. It's she not says, good. mate, and that's why I'm on the bread. No bread. Chubby. No bread. Well, you said you lost weight. Oh, I did say I lose weight, but that doesn't stop your wife from saying there's no more bread and rum for you because uh, you're too fat. <laughs> what, are you no, on a pirate ship? No alcohol. <laughs> no, well, no, no bread either. and rum for you today. He was getting scared. All right. right. Have you been – surely everyone's been fat-shamed after the holidays because we all put in. If you didn't put in – After the holidays. I got fat-shamed before the holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen our Triple M Facebook page? (laughs) Oh, no. Really? Oh, yeah, they love fat-shaming me. It's okay. I get skinny-shamed. I feel like one of Lizzo's backup dancers, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) Give it now. One, triple, three, five, three. What have you given up? Because there is fat-shaming going on everywhere and everyone wants to start. Can I quickly start? What have you given up? I've given up trying to lose weight. (laughs) Well done. Success at last. Success will be yours. If I'm a little bit chubby, maybe a bit more than a little bit chubby because of it, I'm okay with it. I've given up caring. So you because you're heavier than most of the Ford pack at the Broncos. <laughs> it doesn't am. matter. Right? So you've just Sign given up. Sign me up, Sign me up. You've just given up. I've just given up. Pull stop. Yeah. yeah and, and whatever Sorry. happens will happen. Like if Sorry. I do a workout, great. If I eat healthy today, great. I'm just not putting any pressure on it. So I've given up mm. trying. Yeah. That's, what's, that's what I've given that's up. That's what Triple M is for. We are the network for people I feel like who've given up. But, Marta, like you've, Come Marta, on board. you've propagated. I mean, Dan, you've given up forever. Like you're the most consistent. You've given up life. You are the most consistent you've... human being. Since you started here, what, 18 months ago, nearly two years, you have eaten the same thing every day. Yeah. Every day. All you eat is eggs. No, he just eats oats. that big bowl of oats, oats with protein. protein powder and that's it. Yeah. I've never seen him Discipline. consume anything else. I'll say this, Margot, and I'm not one to let people down. It's ahead of me. My giving up, I will give up one day. I'll, okay. just, I'll just give up like you and you and I will give up together, together and we'll sail off into the sunset just completely given up. And Marta will fire flaming arrows onto our raft oh, no. and that'll be the end of it. Marta. My wife's told me to, I have to give up bread, bacon, rum and cigarettes. You've got nothing left. No, that's right. It's going to be sad. What are you going to do? You're going to die. Well, I don't know. See how long this lasts. <laughs> Hold on, what's Gary? What do you want, Gary from South McLean? What are you giving up? Bourbon and dinosaur steak. Oh, yeah. your toilet's going to be so much more thankful for it, Gary. <laughs> Gary, were you drinking bourbon out of cans? Yep, and bottles. Oh, and bottles. Oh, Jim Beam, Jack it Daniels? It doesn't describe No, Cougar, Cougar, mate. Come on, JD. Two now, Cougars? Gary, how long are you going to give up for? I'm giving it maybe a month, maybe until Thursday. Oh, you're going to beat me because I'm ready to give up now, mate. I want to put the weight back on. Let's speak to each other on Friday. I think we'll both be half hungover. He'll be halfway through a dinosaur steak. What about Maddie and Rochdale? My girlfriend tried to get me to give up meat in 2024. I've kept yeah. the meat and given up the relationship instead. Well, oh, well, well done. done, Maddie. Because, <laughs> so, don't let anyone convince you that this is January. <laughs> it is not the month to be a vegan. Vege- have you made that? Veganuary. Okay? Say it again. Veganuary. Okay. Uh, where has veganuary come from? Just eating vegetables. vegetables. No, but where, but have you, I've never heard of veganuary. Well, neither have I. Have you been hanging out with vegans over no, the break? Pat What's said going to me on? We're only, my, like Gary, my wife said we're only eating vegetables this month. Anyway, one triple three five. Three. Like I'm not sure about the veggies. No, the break. Reese in Forest Lake. He reckons he's given up caring about what people say. That's the I'm best with way. To do it. That's not bad. Model, Margo and Dan. You can listen in the car or wherever you can. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. We are back. 
Best of Brisbane. We want to get you on board this next week. We want to make you rich and famous, Margot. You've got a business to promote or you do something incredible, a pie, a pizza. What's this all about, Dan? We're, we're going to crown someone. Yeah, yeah, we're going to crown multiple people. They're potentially free advertising involved. Do I nominate myself or do I get other people to nominate me? How does either, it work? Either or. Go to uh, our website, triplem.com. The categories will be there. Yeah. All, right. all there and we'll kick it off next week. Can I just whisk you across the pond very quickly? Not to New Zealand. Keep going. Over. Samoa. America. America. Just a little update. Home of the free. Land of the brave. What's their thing? Whatever it is. Always banging on about it. With their 806-year-old leader. Now, we always give him a bit of crap. (laughs) Joey. Is he still alive? What's he doing? Well, this. I'll play you something. This actually impressed me. I'm like, oh, good on you, Joey. That's not too much to ask. You okay? Oh. I want the press to know that wasn't me. <laughs> Not bad from what him. What happened? Oh, yeah, self-deprecating. We love that. Oh, someone fell just, over. Oh, someone that wasn't over. him. And Normally he, it's wow. him. And he made a gag off the cuff. Unfortunately, three minutes later as he left the stage, he did fall over. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. You get that in the big jobs. Mato, Mago and Dan on Triple M. Just now, wouldn't mind talking a bit of AFL. Oh, no, 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 not just the Lions. Um, when I walked in this morning, we've yeah. moved sides of the building. I noticed there's Lions merchandise hanging all around the place. Our producer's wearing Lions gear. Are we on, we're jumping on Lions this year? We're, what do you mean jumping? We're jumping on. I we've mean, been you know, like, number, one, well, number one ticket supporter right here. No, Thank I know, you. but normally we have Broncos stuff everywhere or <laughs> Dolphins stuff everywhere, but Time there tell. seems to be hanging things of the Lions. Alex, our other producer, he is the big Lions person. He was first in the first He's in the and a polo. I this bought morning. him that polo. You did. You that bought us a, all polos. I bought you all Lions polos for Christmas. I don't just want to talk Lions. I want to talk the whole of all, AFL. All of AFL. And you'd know what the AFL record is. Would you call it the Bible? Yeah, well, that's what they call it. Are we done with trades and drafts for and now. weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all yeah, no more of these okay, nonsense. Right. Right. There's a mid-year draft coming up. We'll get no, into no, that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I want to talk about it. So they bring out the AFL record, and it is the Bible. It has all the stats, everything that went on the year before, and then it has every player who's been signed, all that stuff you were talking about. That'll be in the record. But for the first time in history, the AFL record, the Bible of the sport of AFL, has not revealed the weights of players. Uh, it was a direction, fr- a directive from the AFL. Mm-hmm. They have decided in this day and age that it is inappropriate for weights of football players to be a public matter. Isn't that what we judge them off, though? Like how tall, how they, tall are, they are and how, how heavy how, they are. We go, oh, what a weapon that fella is. Well, how long to... until height goes away? No, we don't. People can't help how tall they are. Well, We're not going to judge them on that. They've we already got rid of gender too, haven't they? Yeah. Now, these, these do they have pronouns in there too? Oh, surely. Oh, no, they're all them days. They're all them days. It's actually called the they FL. Oh, God. That's clever That's from you. very good. First part of the year. Uh, and won't be the last, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Um, listen, is this fat shaming? Is well, it's the form? opposite of fat shaming, isn't it? Because if they were putting oh. their weights in there, they would say, oh, that's fat shaming, putting their weight on display, but now oh, they're taking them away. Shaming. It's anti-fat shaming. What is fat shaming? It's Can we bringing just say this on air here? It's, it's what not, my wife does to me. It's she not says, good. mate, and that's why I'm on the bread. No bread. Chubby. No bread. But you said you lost weight. Oh, I did say I lose weight, but that doesn't stop your wife from saying there's no more bread and rum for you because uh, you're too fat. <laughs> what, are you no, on a pirate ship? No alcohol. <laughs> no, well, no, no bread and rum for you today. He was getting scurvy. All right. right. Have you been, surely everyone's been fat shamed after the holidays because we all put in. If you didn't put in. After the holidays, I got fat shamed before the holidays. (laughs) 
<laughs> Have you seen our Triple M Facebook page? <laughs> oh, no. Really? You oh, yeah, they love fat people. shaming me. It's okay. Yeah. I get skinny shamed. I feel like one of Lizzo's backup dancers, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I'd, 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 man syndrome. <laughs> Give it now. One triple three five three. What have you given up? Because there is fat shaming going on everywhere and everyone wants to start the year. What Can I you, quickly start? What have you given up? I've given up trying to lose weight. <laughs> Well done. Success at last. Success will be yours. If I'm a little bit chubby, maybe a bit more than a little bit chubby because of it, I'm okay with it. I've given up caring. So you because you're heavier than most of the Ford pack at the Broncos. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right? So you've just Sign given up. Sign me up, up Sign me up. <laughs> you've just given up. I've just given up. Pull stop. Yeah. yeah and and whatever Sorry. happens will happen. Like if Sorry. I do a workout, great. If I eat healthy today, great. I'm just not putting any pressure on it. So I've given up mm. trying. Yeah. That's, what's, that's what I've given that's up. That's what Triple M is for. We are the network for people I feel like who've given up. But, Marta, like you've, Come Marta, on board. you've propag- I mean, Dan, you've given up forever. Like you're the most consistent. you life. You are the most consistent yep. human being. Since you started here, what, 18 months ago, nearly two years, you have eaten the same thing every day. Yeah. Every day. All you eat is air. No, he just eats oats. that big bowl of oats, oats with protein. protein powder and that's it. I've never seen him Discipline. consume anything else. I'll say this, Margot, and I'm not one to let people down. It's ahead of me. My giving up, I will give up one day. I'll, okay. just, I'll just give up like you. And you and I will give up together, together and we'll sail off into the sunset just completely given up. And Marta will fire flaming arrows onto our raft. I know. And that'll be the end of it. Marta. My wife's told me to, I have to give up bread, bacon, rum and cigarettes. You've got nothing left. No. That's right. It's going to be sad. What are you going to do? You're going to die. Well, I don't know. See how long this lasts. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What's Gary? What do you want, Gary, from South McLean? What are you giving up? Bourbon and dinosaur steak. Oh, now, your toilet's going to be so much more thankful for it, Gary. <laughs> Gary, were you drinking bourbon out of cans? Yep, and bottled. Oh, and bottled. Jim oh, Beam, Jack it Daniels? Doesn't, it doesn't describe No, Cougar, Cougar, mate. Come on, JD. Two now, Cougars? Gary, how long are you going to give up for? I'm giving it maybe a month, maybe until Thursday. Oh, you're going to beat me because I'm ready to give up now, mate. I want to put the weight back on. Let's speak to each other on Friday. I think we'll both be half hungover. He'll be halfway through a dinosaur steak. <laughs> what about Maddie and Roachdale? My girlfriend get... tried to get me to give up meat in 2024. I've kept yeah. the meat and given up the relationship instead. Well, oh, well, well done. done, Maddie. Because <laughs> don't let anyone convince you that this is January. It is not the month to be a vegan. And Veg- I mean, have you made that? Veg- January. Say okay? it again. Veganuary. Okay. Uh, where has Veganuary come from? Just eating vegetables. vegetables. No, but where, but is, have you, I've never heard of Veganuary. Well, neither have I. Have you been but, hanging out with vegans over no, the break? Pat What's said to me on, we're only, my, like Gary, my wife said we're only eating vegetables this month. Anyway, one triple three five. Three. Like I'm not sure about the veggies. No, the break. Reese in Forest Lake. He reckons he's given up caring about what people say. That's the I'm best with way Reece. to do it. That's not bad. Marto, Margot, and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. All right, Marto, hold fire. What on? On your uh, item, you want to ban? Righto. He was worked up this morning, wasn't he, Margot? He was. He came in. He was like, very distressed. Had a gut for this. There's something I'm being subjected to, and I want. I, you were talking about bringing back capital punishment for the parents of these people. All right, dads, stand by because I don't know whether it's mums as well, but I reckon dads will be oh, disgusted. I, I spent my whole summer disgusted. Too many togs up, bums. Oh. All right, before we get to that, what do you want to talk about? Is very popular. Can I just mm. share a little quick one with you? My wife had a little slip up at her. Botox, what do you call them, a nurse? Nurse. Nurse. She went to see the Botox Injector. nurse. Injector. 
I might be in trouble already for saying my wife gets Botox. But where where does she story. get Botox? I don't even know. Somewhere in Brisbane. In her no, no, no. In what part of the body? Not part of Brisbane. Well, oh, in her forehead. I get Scrotox and she gets some Some girls or men as well get it in their armpits for sweating. It helps to that. Yeah, stop the sweat glands. Let's get back to the Scrotox. Duff has the least sweatiest forehead in Brisbane right now. It is flat and shiny. Does it have as much movement as Nicole Kidman's forehead? Pretty much. Right, stage, I gotcha. So... There's a lot of face chat when you're getting Botox. You know, there's going to be a needle in your face. People saying the word face like face. Just where do they put the needle in, in your forehead? Yeah, but what part of the forehead? Everywhere. All over it. They they, they all mark over it. it with little uh, white, oh, uh, like heap, a little white chalk. Are there heaps of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it depends on it, how heavy or strong the muscle is. So like, I've got a really strong brow muscle. So when I what oh. what is frown because yeah. I don't, don't get Botox. Do, you don't do Botox. No, you look furious. But yeah. if I was to, I'd have to get lots in this part more so maybe than some Watch others. This. Yeah. Do I do Botox? Jesus, we're going to need a javelin full of Botox Jesus. to sort that out. So, but you have to consult with a doctor. I, so a lot of them are nurses, oh, yeah. and then you do like a Skype session with a doctor to say, yeah. I'm Would that be because you're putting pig botulism um, yes, in your face? Venom. Uh, yeah. No, uh, less than an inch from the yep. most important yes. organ. Well, in they, they, no, you've got a brain. This brain you here, this, your face can it's drop. It's not the most important for some people. Bell's yeah. palsy, like you can, like well, it drops your whole face if you hit a nerve. Uh-huh. Yeah, all sorts you're of things. You're getting scrotox. Yeah. Now that's near your most important organ in your body. <laughs> that's where my brain is as well. That's where I do my <laughs> most thinking. Yeah. So anyway, the word face gets said a lot. Okay, face, right? Face. Just remember that. Duff wanted to say to the Botox nurse. Mm. Because she taking the kids to get Santa pictures, isn't it a pity they don't let you sit on Santa's lap anymore? Because that is a thing. I don't know whether it's COVID yeah, or whatever. Yeah. This. Duff said to the Botox nurse, "I was so disappointed. They don't let you sit on Santa's face anymore." Oh no! Ooh. Right. Maybe that was a fantasy, a role play. Did she make you dress up as Santa? Is that a video after that? That? you guys have been watching. <laughs> that Santa suit you've got there, Dan. <laughs> Triple M. Merry Christmas. Triple M breakfast with Mardo, Margot, and Dan. Brisbane has. Talking about beaches, I was at North Point at Morton Island. You know where that is? Yep. Sitting there. It, honestly, it was like Noosa of Morton. There were about 100 cars People there about two weeks ago. Sitting there, I just finished fishing, fishing, waiting for the kids to stop surfing and then going to head back to our place. And I, I just sat there watching. I was under an umbrella and just watching the world go by and go, God, everyone's so, so happy. How fun is observing other people? <laughs> I know. And I was, they'd parked in front of me so I could see what was going on in this row of cars. And there was a, uh, there was a, a family, uh, mum and dad, they were in a ute. They had two, three kids. They would have had a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old and a five-year-old, that sort of operation, all three girls, okay? And they were running around playing like normal kids, etc. And then this ute pulled up about five, ten metres away from them. And out of the back, seed, hop to, they look like 13 or 14 year old girls. Both had togs up their bum. Okay. Like a G-string bikini. Oh, or yeah. togs pulled up. No, no, no. They had togs pulled G- up their bum. Yeah, so, what a nine-year-old, what the nine-year-old girl and her seven-year-old sister watched the 14-year-olds like a hawk. And this is where kids learn their behaviour, okay? They watched them hop out of the car and I think they were amazed like me that these young girls had bum bikini. What do you call them? G-string. Brazilian. Bra- Brazilian bikinis. The Brazilians have been doing it for okay. years. It's very European, yeah, but it I, seems I, to I, have I, caught on. I don't care what the Brazilians have been doing. The Brazilians have been doing a lot of stuff. Cocaine is very popular <laughs> in Brazil too, and I don't think that's a good idea Brazil nuts. Who likes them? They're Garbage. ridiculous. Ridiculous nuts. One right. of the better nuts. The worst right. nut of all. Must improve. You're good at soccer, Brazil, and that's it. <laughs> Coffee, maybe. Um, all right, so I watched this. She watched these girls, and then 
I swear, within 30 seconds, she'd pulled the tog. This is a nine. She would have been nine, okay? <laughs> pulled the tog, her togs up up her bum, mm. both, and she said to her sister, she turned around, and I couldn't hear him because I was about 20 metres away. I couldn't hear him. She asked her sister, how does it look? And her sister, you went, yeah. And then they looked across at the 14-year-olds, looked back at her bum, looked at the 14-year-olds, looked at her sister and thumbs up. Then her mum came around the corner and just, she's showing her ass. Her mum has belted the bejesus, yeah. just smacked her on the bum yeah, and pulled her, pulled them out. And then there was tears and she hopped into her car and I didn't see her again. Um, That's the fix though, the parents. The parents are, is where the solution has to come from. The mums surely are the ones buying. Mm. At what age? All right. Well, how old's Memphis, your daughter? She's 13. She's 13. Did she spend? Now you spent the whole of summer at the beach. Yes, Rip, uh, Memphis. Tell me, our thirteen-year-old is a full brief kind of gal, and Thank that's you. because well done. I don't allow her to wear a skimpy bikini well because done. she's thirteen, and I think it's inappropriate. Oh, uh, but it, it is overwhelming the amount of young girls, and so even you know, you even notice. as a female, you know, I uh, am all about empowering women and body image and confidence and all of those things. I think there's a level of inappropriateness pending the age. Thank you. So if you're yes. an, a, a 17, 18, 19-year-old girl, oh. it's different to 14, th- like even under anyone under 16, I don't think no, it's I, appropriate. I can't believe you agree with me. I no, I do, I, because I, but I also find it very difficult and I think retailers have a responsibility. Why? I, as a mother, go shopping with my 13-year-old daughter and all of the bikinis are extremely skimpy. You have to go looking yeah. very consciously. Um, and it's hard to find bikinis that still offer a full brief. All of them are really cheeky. You go to any surf shop these days, yeah. cotton on, like any yeah. Ganda. I've been everywhere. I've looked for full brief bikinis all over the joint because you, they're just impossible so you've to find. So you got to work hard. It's very much a trend. But you can find them, though, if you look. You can find them if you look, but you it go. is it is more and more difficult. So, so a lot of girls, by the time they hit 13, are their adult size, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah, Memphis is wearing right. a size 6 or 8 women's. I I'll like just say quickly, though, that is actually a supply and demand thing that Margot's talking about. That, again, is on the public because the surf shops don't care how they're making money. If but there I, was demand for them, yeah. they would sell I them. I find right? it'd be child Clearly neglect. The if, you're, if you're allowing your 12 or 13-year-old to run around with bumless uh, bikinis on, bumless tongs on, mm. you are a problem as a parent. Yeah, there's also a, a big conversation around, well, if you don't like it, don't look. You mm. know, you have the problem. You know, men shouldn't be leering Mate, at young already, girls and I'm their bottoms. Feel we feel it, okay? That I we're feel uncomfortable oh, as a pervy. woman. Yeah. No, not. Uh, I'm sitting here. They're yeah. walking past with a but without a bum in. Yeah, unfortunately, women have been objectified and sexual oversexualized for a really, really long time, and so therefore, it's hard to kind of kind of change that imaging around how we view women. But even as a woman, I sometimes feel uncomfortable with yeah. the inappropriate age of how young girls are now doing it. If you want to get your bottom out and you're of, of consenting an age yeah. and an adult, go it's for fine. it. What's, I, what's I consenting it. age? Is that 16? Well, yeah. Yeah. We haven't even asked a question. Can you just put Gaz through? Yeah, one, triple, three, five, three is the number. I think mums and dads will feel very differently about this because women want to liberate their young girls to feel confident about oh. their bodies. Because it's not feeling confident? That's just, that's ridiculous. Like, wear some clothes. It, it can be unnecessary Gaz, and inappropriate. Gaz, oh, Gaz, you're from the Goldie. You would have seen a bit of this over the holidays. What do you reckon? Oh, mate, I've seen it. Um, g'day, guys. There you go. Anyway. Yeah, good, good, Gaz. Um, I've I seen it about probably 10 years ago at a snapper a surfing comp. Yeah. Um, I'm on the bush bike. I'm just standing there, you know, there's thousands of people around and about, 
I reckon about 15 young girls, and they would have been from probably 9 to 12. They walked past and they were all wearing G-strings. Mm. And I mean, uh, I'm not talking oh, one, one or two wearing the Brazilians, but the others wearing like full-on G-strings. And I looked at these girls, hey. and these two coppers just happened to walk up to me. And I don't know if they were walking up on me, but you know, they just happened to stand next to me. And I said to them, I said, as I walked past, it's just legal for these girls to be doing that. And they're kind of, they said to me, well, what do you want us to do, book them? And I thought, well, you know, it's probably not going to be a good look for you guys booking girls wearing a G-string yeah. or any, you know, well underage. Gaz, what, did, what would you do as a father, though, Gaz, if you had a well, daughter? Yeah, I've got a 16-year-old girl and, um, you know, she's a, she's a bit of a bigger girl. Like, she's very well built. She rides horses and stuff, but she does it as well. And I, I look at her and I say, Ella, you know, like, um, what's going on? She's like, well, everyone else is doing it. I'm thinking, and well, I, that just, you know, that doesn't really mean anything. I but, think that's uh, a big part of it. And I think mums probably are more comfortable with it with than dads. And I think because there's such a big movement of young girls wearing um, a skimpier, you know, swimsuit these days, that it seems more okay to, to allow it, to I guess, smoke. to in adopt the 50s it. and 60s, <laughs> yeah. everyone in Australia <laughs> smoked. Not wear yeah. seatbelts. Yeah, and not wear yeah. seatbelts. It, it's, it's a bit of a trend. because <laughs> everyone else is doing it doesn't mean you need to. I don't think it's going anywhere, though. I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah, so I think it's something that you're just going to have to get used to, Marto. Well, I don't know. Either. This is why Marto's called for Sharia law many times in Australia. And this <laughs> oh, is where no, he wants to go. He wants people <laughs> in the full burqa covered up. I'm not going Muslim on this. I, I just, just, it, it's wrong. Surely it, it's, there couldn't be one dad in Australia who's buying their daughter a pair of bumless bikinis. It's the mothers. Right. You need to have a look at yourself, mums. It's more than a trend, Margo. It's a tough topic. It's definitely trendy at the moment. I think that there's a line of appropriateness, mm-hmm. you know, based on where you are, how old, but mm. it's one of those things that's getting more and more difficult to avoid because retailers are not really offering much else unless you okay. really, truly go digging for a fuller brief. Like, I have to go into most shops and say, I'm after a, a swimsuit for my daughter, but I want something that's okay. a bit fuller in the bum, and they'll often say, oh, we don't really have anything. We've got dental what? floss. Yeah, I yeah, know. All what? the other girls are wearing that. What about when you're 16? Is it 16 you get your learners now? Yeah. Okay, so you also get a pair of these and you've got to wear them for 100 hours. <laughs> Learn, learn to drive. <laughs> and then when you finally pass your driver's test, here's your official bumless bikinis. There yeah. you go, love. I mean, it's just attention. It's, it's bringing attention to young women that I just think is unnecessary. Exactly. I just don't think they need that sort of judgment. Mm. And, and I want women to be confident in themselves and young girls in their bodies. Yeah, that's fab. But, but here's an argument for you. Is that confidence in your body if you have to show it off like that? I feel well, like that's actually looking for attention. attention. I feel like you're actually yeah. not confident in yourself. I feel like it's a double-edged sword. Like I think there's yeah. positives and and negatives to to it. All right. I'll, I'll As a mother, it's difficult, though. Do we need to wear tops? I've got nipples and I show them. Why, why, well, what's different. the problem? You, you don't have breasts, Marto. I've got a lot of hair on there, though. <laughs> have you seen him with his shirt off after Christmas? That's mm. big Definitely mm. should keep your oh, shirt on. What, it, what is Adam from Camp Hill? <laughs> <laughs> we, we better Adam. Hello, Ads. Good to talk to you, mate. Hey, guys. Yes, welcome back, Adam, guys. Adam, yes. you've got a bunch of kids. How many of them are what? girls and are any of them wearing uh, G-string bikinis? They're definitely not wearing G-string bikinis. Uh, there's three of them. And um, it's very much the, the problem I have the, is that they've got dancing and sports aerobics, yeah. and the outfits that they put on these guys, and you have to wear them, like otherwise you don't do the routine. Yeah. Um, and they they're getting smaller every year. I've got a nine year old mm. and a twelve year old that are full on into it, and then I've got a five year old that's about to start. 
Are you you're talking uh, about the dancing it. as such, Adam? Sorry? The dancing. The girls are into the dancing and the costumes the you're and finding are becoming skimpier. Yeah. And, the, and the sports aerobics as well. And the, mm. the, the actions that they do and the dances that they do are very pro, um, provocative. And mm. you're nervous to uh, use your voice, I would say, because it's not your area of involvement. No, not at all. No, I, I, I go to oh, – I, I definitely run around a, a lot to these things, and they love it. That's the thing. They, yeah. they really enjoy it. Well, there is the but, argument from, you know, a lot of women I've heard as mothers say, well, don't sexualise it. Don't look at it in a sexual manner. You know, that it's just a bottom. It's just skin. It's, you know, yeah. like there's that element of it as well, Adam. What does your wife, how does she feel about it? Well, at that at the age they are now, it's not so bad, but these girls keep going through till, like, they're – fully grown women and they're mm. still wearing very small things and they're still in these dance classes, still in these aerobics classes mm. and it's very, very tight. There is nothing nothing left to the imaginations and they do concerts in front of hundreds and thousands of people in some cases. Yeah, and I guess that's up to you as parents to decide whether you Thank feel you. that that's still yeah. appropriate yeah. for your child or not and then you would then make the decision on their behalf because they're too young to. Adam, i got a solution for you, okay, A lot mate? of girls sneaking out, though. Like, they'll yeah. wear, you know, these without their parents knowing. Like, I'm sure their parents just drop them at Wet yeah. and Wild and oh, they're wearing one set pair. of swimmers and then they Something put on. it on in the, you know, change in, oh, the, in the bathroom and then they keep going. Yeah, yeah. But that's always What's been the, solution? the eternal struggle with Thanks, kids as well. They do stuff, you know, away from their parents. Yeah, Ads, I've got a solution for you, mate. Um, So your girls have got these skimpy bikinis you don't want them to wear. Buy yourself a Borat-style man (laughs) and say, girls, if you wear those, I'm wearing this. I have threatened that. And? Well, maybe you need to follow through on the threat, Adam, and actually wear one. I have have done it to them and they... Uh, they it's won't funny, let me out right? of the house. They won't let me out of the house. There you right? go. So say, okay, no one's going anywhere until you change. I'm not changing. We'll just stay in the house in our man But at some point you've got to let them decide what they want to wear as well in the same boat. Like it's it, at the end of the day they've got to be comfortable with what they're wearing. And you want them to be comfortable with their bodies. Yeah, you don't want to bring yeah. negative connotation to, you know, anyway, it's a tough battle. It's uh, What an up and down show, another thing huh? parents have got to deal with, right? Serious mm. topic at the end there. I believe earlier we were talking about methed up crocodiles playing mm. rugby league in Vegas. We've just Actually, been, girls we've should all play game. ice hockey. Just cover everything up. Yeah. Here's the Sharia law again. You see, it didn't take long. Show one. Marto's calling for Sharia law again. Mm, exactly. Love Shocking. it. Nothing, <laughs> nothing's changed for 2024. What are you looking at, Mitch? <laughs> looking at you guys. What Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, it's about time you got on well, with it. Yeah, I'd like to introduce you to Steve from Black's Transport and Acacia Ridge. Uh, he gave me this while I was filling in for you guys last week. He is Mitch in the morning. Man, this show is never boring. Breakfast crew call him a gimp. Yep. They wish it's that true. they were him. Playing no repeats all day. Just give him a quick play. You know you wouldn't want it any other way. Oh yes. There you go. No wonder he's yeah. number one. So sorry, Brisbane. We'll never go away again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Triple M Breakfast Podcast for High Pages. Tradies, get more work with highpages.com.au. Visit High Pages to register your business today.